Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Thursday, February 16th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri Republicans are expecting competitive primaries for statewide offices next year. Some party officials believe it's a natural consequence of dominating the state's political scene. I think keeping the uh, disagreement on the issues I think is fine. I think that's it's good. It allows people to, to choose between different visions, but uh, I hope we can keep it focused on issues and, and what it is we want to present to the people of the state. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines whether a vibrant primary season can hurt the Missouri GOP's general election hopes. St. Louis NAACP leaders are supporting legislation to compensate people wrongfully convicted of crimes. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, the calls come after a judge released Lamar Johnson, who spent nearly 30 years in prison for a murder he did not commit. A St. Louis judge released Johnson from prison on Tuesday, but he's ineligible for state compensation because he wasn't cleared by DNA evidence. St. Louis NAACP President Adolphus Pruitt says Missouri should change that. He says state lawmakers need to pass a law that would pay people like Johnson after they are cleared of all charges and released from prison. The world has changed so much around him since then. Thank God he has family and relatives that are going to help him. But the bottom line is, as an adult, he shouldn't have to rely on other folks. The state should be held responsible for it. Pruitt also says state lawmakers need to pass measures that would hold police accountable if they coerce confessions that lead to people being wrongfully convicted. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Black lawmakers and community leaders are calling several pieces of legislation in Jefferson City, quote, blatant racism. The Missouri Independent reports roughly 100 people rallied at the Missouri State Capitol yesterday to show opposition to bills that would expand state control of the St. Louis prosecutor and police. They say the efforts are part of a move to target cities with significant black populations. Proposals in Jefferson City would return St. Louis police to state control. That system was in place until 2013 when the city regained oversight following a 2012 referendum. The leaders are also concerned about a measure that would allow the governor to remove the authority of elected prosecutors in violent crime cases. Supporters say the move could lead to a drop in crime. Opponents say it was originally designed to limit the powers of St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker will visit a Metro East preschool today as he launches a tour to support his call for a $250 million investment in early childhood education and child care in the state. It's part of his budget proposal outlined in yesterday's State of the State Address. The long-term investment that has the greatest return for taxpayers with the most positive social and economic impact that I have ever come to you with. It's called Smart Start Illinois, and it will make our state the best place in the nation to raise young children. The four-year plan would include universal preschool for three- and four-year-olds, pay raises for child care workers, and an expansion of home visits. Pritzker is also proposing an additional $500 million for K-12 education and an extra $100 million for grants to help students afford community college and state universities. At least one Metro East legislator is supporting Pritzker's budget priorities. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer has more on Swansea Democrat Jay Hoffman's reaction to the State of the State speech. 
Hoffman, who represents parts of St. Clair and Madison counties, says he appreciated the $250 million proposal to fund early childhood education and child care. The governor also proposed investments in higher education and infrastructure. Hoffman says he welcomes those, and yet another proposed budget that's balanced. Talking about budgets is kind of uh, dry and kind of boring, but really it is establishing our priorities for our state, not only the next fiscal year, but also uh, long term. Now Hoffman looks forward to state lawmakers sorting out their priorities over the coming months. The session is expected to wrap up in the middle of May. In Springfield, I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio. The St. Louis Symphony Orchestra will perform at various venues throughout St. Louis next season, including Stiefel Theater. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports, the temporary arrangements are needed while Powell Hall undergoes a $100 million renovation. The St. Louis Symphony will perform most of its classical concerts next season at the relatively cozy Two Hill Performing Arts Center. When the orchestra plays along with a film or interprets the work of pop artists, it'll more frequently do that at the larger Stiefel Theater. Unity Cull is the orchestra's vice president of marketing. She says they're working to lure pandemic-weary patrons back to concerts, and playing new places could help. We are looking at this as an opportunity for audience development, to be in the community, to perform in different venues, to, to meet more people where they are. Orchestra leaders say the construction at Powell Hall could be complete in time for concerts to resume there in spring 2025. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri Republicans hold every statewide office and both U.S. Senate seats for the first time in generations. Some are concerned a contentious set of primaries could threaten the party's dominance. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more from the annual Missouri Republican Party Lincoln Days event in Springfield. Thank you so much for coming out. In a section of a cavernous Springfield hotel that people usually use for eating breakfast, Greene County Clerk Shane Scholler is finishing off a rousing speech. In front of friends, family, and political supporters, Scholler just announced he's running for Secretary of State in 2024. Scholler will likely not be the only Republican candidate for that post. In fact, many at Lincoln Days are expecting crowded primaries for offices like governor, lieutenant governor, and attorney general. But Scholler is not worried about what's to come. And I think that's what we have to do is make sure that we keep our um, conduct clean, that we keep it above board, and that we run and we convince voters why we're the best person for that office. Missouri Republicans hold every statewide office for the first time in generations. And many at Lincoln Days were confident that they'll be able to defend their gains next year, even if there are a slew of potentially hostile primaries. After all, the party is dominating in rural counties and conservative suburbs, and former Congressman Billy Long believes Missouri Democrats don't have the infrastructure to turn the tide. It's not that they don't have a bench, it's that they don't have a starting lineup. In some respects, the collapse of Democrats in Missouri is making GOP primaries for statewide offices inevitable. State Senator Bill Eigel, for instance, is likely to compete with Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft 
and Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe for the governorship. And we're becoming increasingly a primary state where really the future direction of the state is being decided in August and not necessarily November. And that's I think that's a testament to how the national Democratic brand has hurt the Democratic state party and how the values that Republicans are talking about are really reflective of what a, a strong majority of Missouri wants to see enacted and went into policy. But not everyone at Lincoln Days is convinced the good electoral times will last forever. Republicans had cataclysmic losses in 1992 and 2008 after a series of contentious primaries. Much of that was driven by strong performances in Missouri from Democratic presidential candidates. And while it's unlikely Democrats will win Missouri's electoral votes next year, U.S. Representative Eric Burleson says Missouri Republicans could suffer if their party's presidential nominee is underwhelming. If it becomes like a Mitt Romney or a McCain, absolutely. I think that people don't, they're not inspired by those kind of candidates. The presidential contest is not the only potential complication for Missouri Republicans. Many GOP activists are bracing for a ballot item that could repeal Missouri's ban on most abortions. And some worry that measure could rev up turnout in November 2024, which in turn could help Democratic candidates. And while GOP activist Chris Gron Howard of St. Louis County does not necessarily believe Democrats are in a position to win statewide races, he adds that Missouri Republicans should not be so distracted by contentious primaries that voters erase some of their policy victories. And if your scenario plays out, we have an abortion uh, initiative petition and it passes and undoes 20 years of Republican legislature on pro-life movement, that will go down as the single greatest failure of every person who served in the legislature in the last 10 years. At least one prominent Missouri Republican doesn't think that primaries are bad for his party. Before getting elected to the Senate in 2018, U.S. Senator Josh Hawley ran in a GOP primary for attorney general that was widely considered one of the nastiest contests of 2016. He ended up winning the general election in a landslide that year, as did other statewide candidates who emerged out of Republican primaries. I think keeping the uh, disagreement on the issues, I think, is fine. I think that's it's good. It allows people to, to choose between different visions. But uh, I hope we can keep it focused on issues and, and what it is we want to present to the people of the state. With a potentially expensive re-election campaign looming, Holly is banking on Missouri Republicans coming together next year, even if they're divided, over who should fill key statewide posts. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Before wrapping up, thousands of football fans lined Kansas City streets yesterday afternoon for the Chiefs' Super Bowl victory parade. That includes Ashlyn Vaughn and Sammy Vanzanti, who cannot contain their excitement when they got close to the game's MVP, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick came right in front of us, and then he rushed right at him. If you couldn't make that out, at the end, they were thrilled that Mahomes actually touched their hands. The parade and victory rally follow the Chiefs' second Super Bowl win in four years. They beat Philadelphia in the big game last weekend. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.